Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 363. Today is Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. How about that? Uh, now I know what you're thinking. You're like, Jeff, yesterday you said Kelsey was going to be on, but I sign on today. And it's not Kelsey liar. I'm like, well, I didn't lie. There is a huge storm passing through portions of the East coast. Kelsey, unfortunately was a casualty. One of those. So she lost power and the storm wasn't going to let up until right around now or an hour from now. So I decided it best. Hey, let's schedule you for another day. And Christina came in, she swooped in like Wonder Woman. And she was like, Today, I will save you, Elijah Fire. And so here she is. It's going to be very exciting. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow us, Elijah Fire Podcast. Uh, That'll really help us out. Rate us, all that fantastic stuff. You guys have been on fire, rating Elijah Fire high rankings. Thank you for that. We really appreciate it. Um, All right. So I think that's it. We're going to jump in and we're going to just freestyle because sometimes. When you get surprises and life throws lemons your way, you make lemonade. Um, And so we're going to just freestyle today because, you know, sometimes we give, you know, we typically give a guest longer than a couple of hours and we say, hey, you know, if you got anything to share in your heart and then they prepare something, well, that did not happen today. So we're going to just jump right in. My guest today, she's a content creator uh, on the social medias. She's also a minister, and she's also the author of Hope in 60 Seconds. Without any further ado, let's give it up for our guest and friend, Christina Baker. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Jeff? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's yeah. going to be We already said that explosive. to each other, but you know. Yes, it's true because you're, well, first of all, your birthday is on the 31st, which is such mm-hmm. a cool time to have a birthday. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, the 31st used to be my favorite day. Because <laughs> of party. Year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and Halloween. I was like, those yeah. are my two days where <laughs> yeah. I came out. But now yeah. the very special day is your birthday. So Yay. happy birthday, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah. I always joke about it. How like my, uh, my my definition of a good time has changed though. I wasn't, you know, a partier or anything like that, but, um, you know, I liked going out on my birthday if I could going out and doing stuff. And now as I've gotten older, it's like, Hey dude, let's just hang out, play video games, eat food, wear stretchy pants, you know? And so, yeah, like, cause you know, people have their golden birthday where they're like, okay, on this date. So I was born on the 31st. So when I turned 31, that was going to be my, my golden birthday. And, my idea of what my golden birthday was going to look like when I was like 18, 19, 20, very different than what actually happened. What and happened? So, well, just you gotta you know, tell the, the story. What I described, which is like, I remember I went over to my parents' house. I'm trying to remember what year that was, but I went over to my parents' house, spent the night, and we just ate a ton of pizza <laughs> and, and ate dessert. And that was great, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, there you go. It's yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. I just remember when you told us that the first time last year, oh yeah, my, my birthday's on new year's Eve. I was like, man, it's a cool time to have a birthday. Yeah. It really does feel like you're with the world. You're starting a new year, you know, yeah, than like, that's you know, so cool. Guys, like Lauren's birthday is in the middle of the year. It's um, May 28th. And so, you know, she kind of has like, I guess two new beginnings, I guess, you know, so maybe there's a, maybe there is a pro to it. If you feel like your year is like, kind of like, I'm not really feeling my, whatever year you are. You're like, there's always new years, you know, (laughs) a soft reboot, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know, with prophetic people, we're always like, we're always like looking at these things. Like, what does that mean? And the fact Uh that you married somebody that was halfway through the year, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, so we called this, we called this episode peace in the eye of the storm. We kind of had just like a real, a real kind of rough, just, you just threw a a, a sentence out there like, Hey, this is what I've been, you know, kind of what I want to talk about or whatever. But, um, 
you know so why don't you i guess you can set it up and then we'll yeah yeah jump in christina we'll talk we'll converse yeah well let's pray first so yeah. father we we thank you today that this is the day that you have made and we will be glad and we will rejoice in it father when the winds and the waves are crashing all around us we thank you that your presence is the eye of the storm and I thank you that you promised that us in Psalm 91, that those who were intimate with you and those who loved you and those who, Father, remained close to you with, their, with our heads just laying on your chest, you promised a protection. You promised that there would be a, a wall around us that would protect us from the onslaught of the enemy. And so, Lord, we just declare today over your people that no evil will befall them and mm -hmm. no plague will come near their dwelling mm -hmm. father a thousand may fall at their side ten thousand at their right but we just declare today that it will not come near them yeah father we say we just take this moment here right now we stake the ground in the realm of the spirit and we speak peace we thank you that the winds and the waves and everything else in this world is subject to the very voice of the living God. And so, God, we lift our eyes, not to the hills, Lord, like the people did in the Old Testament where they look to the idols. But we lift our eyes to the Lord, to mm -hmm. whom our help comes from. So, Father, I just ask today that there would be breakthrough. I pray that peace, shalom would rest on your people that what they're seeing, what they're facing, what they're going through financially, what they're going through in their marriages and relationships. And God promises that they know that you have spoken over their lives. God, we say, let faith arise right now. And even though the world is prophesying, um, God, kind of like a, a doom and a gloom, God, we, we take hold of the of the rising sun, the rising sun of God. We take hold of your promises that you are who you say you are and you will do exceedingly abundantly above all we can think or ask for. And I pray that by the end of this live, Lord, that people's faith would go to new heights, that whatever it is that they've been believing for, that you would make those mountains come on down. Mm. So we thank you that the valleys are rising and the mountains are coming down. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Something that I was thinking about that came to mind as you were praying, which is about, you know, the whole, this whole gloom and doom thing is um, you know, something that I was talking about with my, uh, with Lauren, we're talking, I call it the neoconservative movement, which is a lot of people that now identify as conservative, but were actually liberal, but they just feel like things have gotten maybe too and crazy on that side. And they're like, yes, yes. Conservatives are acting normal. Um, and obviously I'm not like a huge on, I'm kind of going somewhere with this cause I'm not huge on politics and that's not really my area yeah. where I feel like yep. I have yes. an anointing to fully discuss, but, but something that I have noticed lately, cause I do follow some conservative people that I'm willing to listen to. Uh, yeah. And um, something that I notice in the neoconservative movement is there's a lot of people who are not Christian, but can consider themselves conservative and they have these big platforms. And something that I'm noticing now is I, people that do not have any kind of biblical foundation or aren't, aren't spirit filled, aren't pursuing the Lord as their main focus in their life even though they would maybe even be a professing Christian is trying to interpret what's happening in the world, trying to what trying to interpret what's happening in all of our lives through a physical lens. And the only mm. it's almost nine times, it's almost 10 out of 10 times. The only conclusion they can come up to is this is the end of the world. Like that's their, that's their solution. And God is calling us up higher. There's a lot of resistance we're experiencing in the spirit. Christina, you've been going through it. I've been going through it. Illumination. All of us. Through it. A lot of people have been going through it. God is calling us up higher. And in the same way, like I was talking to you backstage, in the same way that God is prompting us 
what are things in my in your life, in my life, in anybody's life that's listening to this, that only I could do? God is not only doing that on a microcosm level of 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 the individual, so but doing it on a a, a, a macro level, a global yes. level. What are some things that we are seeing that only God could do? And of course, there's going to be resistance. Of course, there's going to be, you know, there's a lot of things. We don't even need to look far to see areas, not just in our own lives, but globally that need God to move. And that's the only way that they're going to improve. But I will say, and I'll go on the record of saying this on January 9th of 2024, at 2.14 Pacific time PM, that the solution is not that the world is ending. The solution is not that it's gloom and doom and that that's all we have to look forward to. If that is where you've landed, I would challenge you to shift your gaze to the King of Kings, Amen. to the Lord of Lords, to Amen. ask for his solution because he's the one that breathes hope, not doom. So yes. Amen. Boom. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's my and, opening statement. <laughs> well, I love your opening statement. Yeah. And I believe that when you said if you you spoke of a solution and and the solution is the Lord. And I, you know, you one could say that is uh gosh, that's so simple. Well, you know, Kelsey talked about this last month about simplifying our relationship with the Lord and really simplifying our walk with God. Yeah. The Lord wants us to come back to the basics in this year. And, and the basics is, is that he is the solution and it doesn't matter. Wow. That sounds like, gosh, I'm way beyond Jesus being the answer. If we're way beyond Jesus Christ being the answer to all things, then we've completely missed it because he is the answer to Mm -hmm. all things. What we're seeing globally, what we're seeing on a personal level, what we're seeing even just suffering and sickness and lack and everything else that you could fill in the blanks for, he is the answer to. And it does not matter if that is a Christianese or Christian cliche that people are like, oh, just keep your eyes on Jesus. Um, I've heard, you, you've heard those things said uh, maybe to deflect off of a problem. I'm not speaking from that place. I'm speaking from a place of if you're discouraged and you've been hearing the messages of doom and gloom all around the earth and you're scared and you don't know what's coming. The answer to it is exactly what Jeff said is to fix your eyes and on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, because if it is the end of the world tonight, right? When we close our eyes on this side of heaven, we're going to wake up and gaze into the eye of the Lord that we've been longing for all of our life. We have something to look forward to. But in the meantime, we've got work to do. In the meantime, there's a desperate harvest that is waiting for us to position ourselves and allow God to move through us and the giftings that belong to him to offer to the world around us. So I just want to encourage those. Listen, I'm my family, Jeff shared, all of us right now are learning to dance through the fire. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that 2023 taught me was to learn how to laugh and how to dance in the fire and how to sometimes run on hot coals, flat-footed with no shoes on and still remain with a smile on your face and have the joy of the Lord. That's mm-hmm. what 2023 taught our family. Because when I read through the scriptures and I read through the book of Acts and I read through what they went through, how did they have joy in the midst of trials? They found that there was peace in the eye of the storm. They, they found that in the midst of getting crucified upside down, and these are certain natural circumstances, they found that in the midst of persecution, in the midst of um all of the things that were happening in the natural Stephen being stoned to death. How in the world did Stephen stand there and, and be able to, it's a very, whenever I read that scripture, it just takes me, it takes me to a place with the Lord because I off, I I like, Lord, how did this man, how did this man experience what he experienced on the level of how, uh, how, how he was dying? 
he fixed his eyes on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And the Lord gave him a standing ovation. We don't see that anywhere else in scripture, Jeff. We don't mm -hmm. see Jesus standing. Not that he didn't do it again. I believe if he did it, then he'll do it again. Uh, but, but we don't see that anywhere else in the scriptures that in the midst of this man dying the way he died, he, there were the joy of the Lord overtook him. I really believe that he was just so there with the Lord. He didn't, I believe I'm not saying, please, uh, this is not something that, you know, I can take you to the scripture and say he experienced no pain. I just know that there were times in my life where I was in excruciating pain and the presence of the Lord came and just wrapped me in a blanket and I did not experience pain. Well, and we have possible. a lot of encounters of martyrs throughout history that didn't experience pain. It's not to say they don't ever, but you know, there are times when people have been so overcome by God's presence and his glory in their moment of triumph that they don't experience pain. So it's not, it's not far-fetched to say that. Yeah. And we may feel pain in our body, but we can't have the peace of God that passes all our understanding that brings a bomb to our soul. Mm -hmm. And it brings a bomb to our, to our, to our spirit that covers us in the midst of everything going on. We don't have to be subject to the whirlwind that's going on around us. That we're going to expect Holy Spirit to move in 2024 in mighty ways. Uh, Sunday, just processing this as a family through a message that we heard as a family about the four winds that are spoken of in the scriptures. And the east wind was the, the wind of judgment. It would, the east wind is what brought in the locusts into Egypt in the book of Exodus. The north wind was a picture of God's, I, I wrote this down because I think a lot of you are going to find this really interesting because have you ever been in a place where you're just experiencing all at once? Everything is happening all at once. You're experiencing blessing, but yet you see the chaos. You're experiencing the mercy, and yet you're experiencing there's there's a, a prosperity, not just physical, but a, a prosperity in our soul that all things are happening all at once. This is what I want to encourage people for this year. You may see all things happening all at once, or you see, well, God, there's all this exposure and judgment. But on the other side, you have someone who is experiencing the mercy and the compassion. On the other side, you have somebody experiencing the reign of God. So be prepared to see all of that. Hmm. And I, I, I just, the Lord impressed a few things on my heart on your birthday, Jeff, to not be dismayed or in shock by the things that we see, because we're going to see it all. We're going to see it all at once. And we have one thing, we have a choice. We have a choice to take the perspective because right? he's the enemy fights our perspective. He wants us to, he wants us to, if he can get us to have a certain perspective about a certain thing and especially the opposite of what God wants us to experience, mm -hmm. he's had, he, he immediately gains authority in that moment. We need to make a decision at the beginning of the year right now together to say, God, we're, we want your perspective. We want to see that in the midst of judgment, we see your mercy and your compassion and your goodness and your provision and your prosperity, who you are to us, Lord. We choose to receive that. And we, we're not going to receive the we're not going to receive the chaos and the doom and gloom and all of that for our lives, but we choose to receive the promises of God. That we're going to tap in that this is the year that we need to meditate on his promises, meditate on Psalm 91, have a scripture, have several scriptures that you can go to that you memorize. It's just immediately you're just going to have that scripture to meditate. He crowns the year with his goodness. Mm. He crowns the year with his favor. As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. These are these are these basic things. We can go into systematically go into some, but I believe that God is bringing us back to the basics, repentance, holiness, living from this place of God. I'm not going to allow for anything to come in between me and you. So the decisions that I make is not, is this a sinful thing or is this a righteous thing? No, the decisions that I make are made out of, I want connection with you. Mm. So every decision in my life is going to be made from a place of how do I go deeper with you this year? How do I connect with you this year? Jesus, I want to see you like I've never seen you before. I want to experience your presence. 
like I've never experienced before, whether I feel the goosebumps or not. I want to experience you like I've never experienced you, you b- before. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And so mm. I want to encourage those right now. And I know that there's many because I can tell you right now, just on my phone and the people that I know, everybody that I'm in close relationship with is walking through turmoil and they're not walking through turmoil because they've got some grave sin in their life. They're walking through turmoil because we are walking through a purification process of the body of Christ right now. God is purifying the bride and he is making us spotless without wrinkle or blemish. What is it going to take? Get us to this point, Lord. And I believe that the answer to that as a, we always talk about this, Jeff, I feel like this is your message, Lauren's message, Kelsey's, my husband. This is our message, intimacy. This is what unlocks the door. This is what unlocks the door. God set me on fire for you, set my heart on fire for you, that, that I would just be a flammable human being, that everywhere that I go, no matter what I'm going through, I'm not subject to the whirlwind, but I'm subject to your peace and your presence, mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, like it's the second you decide, the second you decide, all right, intimacy is, is the solution. Even if I don't know what to do, intimacy is the solution. Guess what is going to happen? Everything in the world is going to try and prevent you from entering into that place with the Lord. Exactly right. Suddenly you'll get an important phone call and a phone call that feels important, you know, at the time, you know, or whatever. And, and a lot of other, like just moments and opportunities, um, you know, step out of that place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if any of you have been trying to engage in that and really trying to take it to heart, please know, and, and you're struggling, please know that that struggle is evidence that you're headed in the right direction, you know? And I think that like, sometimes we look at struggle you know, even when it comes to, to sin and it is, you know, I have to look at it and go, praise God that you're actually struggling with something and you actually view it as a struggle where you're actually engaging in allowing the Lord into healing that area of your heart rather than just like passively doing something or you've given up and you're like, why even try to stop doing this? Because, you know, um, yeah, so. Wow. Yeah. And just that know, is, yeah, go ahead. Oh, please go ahead. Jeff. I was just going to say, just know people like if you're, if you feel like every distraction in the world has come against you in your efforts after you've resolved to go, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue the Lord in everything, every moment I'm going to stop and I'm just going to like seek his face. And if you're feeling resistance as a result of that, know that you're not alone. That like so many people, myself included, Christina, like there's always things that are going to try and challenge us. And yeah, there's some days where I am much better than others. All right. Just being honest. Uh, and that's okay. That's okay. My heart was to pursue the Lord. My heart was to engage with him. And every single day I land in that spot. And, you know, it's just like, you do that enough. You look back at yourself a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. And you're like, way further along than sometimes we, we realize, you know, this is so good what you're saying. And it's, I got to tell you, uh, I was, I was with my friend, Karen on, on Sunday, we were just kind of processing, Mm -hmm. processing what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. And I just got this vision uh, in my spirit about how, you know, some may feel like this is, wow, the intensity of this is just something I've never experienced before. We're hearing a lot of believers say, I've never seen anything on a global level and they've been saved 40, 50 years. You know, I've never seen anything like this. Well, God is using all of these situations that we walk through to condition us just as as soldiers go to basic training. You've got these men who and women that are special forces and they they jump out of these helicopters you probably know a lot more about this than me jeff but i know ryan has shared a lot with me about this how they jump out of these helicopters into freezing cold waters to condition their bodies Mm -hmm. and i just feel the holy spirit so strong on this because 
this is what the Lord is doing with us right now. This is why, just as Jeff said, the struggle, the adversity, the fire, the flame, the fierceness of your battle should be an encouragement to us because God is conditioning us. He's conditioning us to be able to withstand, to withstand, that we would be able to stand and be able to endure and get to the other side. We want to get to the other side. I don't know about you. I know you do, Jeff, but I want to be able to say, Lord, I made it through. We made the cut. Mm -hmm. We did this. I didn't give up and throw the towel and walk away from this thing, but, but, but we persevered and we continued on and we showed up when we didn't want to. And we showed up when the devil kept sending arrows from every direction, but content consistency and faithfulness through, through the trials and through everything that we're all walking through right now. And there will be fruit. That's mm -hmm. what encourages me that there is a promise in his word that if we don't give up, there will be fruit on the end. And yeah. it doesn't matter how long it takes. The fruit may be on this side of heaven. That's okay. That's great if it is. And the fruit may be on, on the other side of heaven, such as like you mentioned, these martyrs. Yeah. They, they, don't they don't receive their reward on this side. They receive their reward, reward great reward on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So specifically one thing that you were referencing and there's, um, uh, in regards to the military, there's like Navy SEALs. If you've done any research on That's Navy it. SEALs are the Navy SEALs crazy. Yes. And so there's a thing called BUDS, which is basic underwater demolition is what it stands for. Okay. And it's this, this, uh, lengthy training period that is insane you guys like if you watch it you'll be like yeah pass um <laughs> but i really feel like that's what's produced i mean there's a reason why navy seals have the reputation that they have that they're incredibly formidable in any kind of terrain and it's because mm -hmm. they beat their bodies into submission and not everyone is successful. And there's this like bell in this courtyard where they all like camp out. And if you turn in, if you, if you turn in and you're like, I can't do this anymore, you have to go over and you have to ring that bell. So while everybody else is training or around this, this campus, they can hear a bell coming off and knowing that someone is leaving, they've called it quits, you know, and they have this helmet and they like set their helmet down and stuff. And, and so I think that it's a really strong picture into what us as the body of Christ have been fashioned into. It's like, you called for a move of God. You're asking me to move and pour my spirit on this earth. This is what it means. This is what I've expected of you. And it's not like God's Jesus. this mean, like nasty drill sergeant or anything. He's actually a lot more gentle than the drill sergeants you would see in like Navy SEAL training. But this is what is required of us is passing through this. And the strength that's bred in that trial. So whatever you're going through, you guys, I mean, there's, I get emails from people who are going through it, like going through sometimes worse, a lot of times worse than what I'm going through. And then suddenly you go, oh man, suddenly what I'm going through doesn't sound as bad, you know? Um, but it's all kind of subjected to wherever, whatever your, your world is at that moment. But just know that there is an end to this. And I guess maybe at the end of this, we could pray that God in his grace gives us a glimpse. If you're desperate to see a break in the clouds, Jesus. if you're desperate yes, to Lord. see light at the end of the tunnel, that in his grace, he would show that to you because it's so needed, you know, and, and I, um, I've had kind of this long running word and I've shared it a couple of times and shared elements of it a couple of times. Uh, but, God highlighted it to me again. I want to say it was last week or the last week of December. So it was either the last week of December or first week of January. But, yeah. um, you know, it's one that's kind of carried me through this whole wow. me doing Elijah fire. Um, and he used, and it's going to upset some people, but you just need to deal with it because this is how God is. But it involves Batman. And I know some people have an issue with Batman. I personally don't. I think there are some iterations that are darker than others and I pass on. So it's not... I digress. I don't need to explain myself. <laughs> um, but um, God has used superheroes many times. And so before yes. I got Elijah fire, he gave me this very vivid dream of me receiving a Batmobile. And, um, and Lauren was with me and we got into this Batmobile 
and it had all of these just like guns, like just guns and missiles all over it. I was like, in the dream, I was like, this is awesome. Um, and, um, and so, uh, what I, as I prayed about the dream after we were driving around and stuff, I, I was praying about the dream and I was like, why? I mean, it was like, I, it was one of those dreams where you wake up and you're bummed that it wasn't real. Like I was like, got to run to the front. I've had those. And yeah. I got to see my Batmobile, you know, uh, <laughs> and there was nothing there, of course. Um, but, um, what the Lord began to show me through that, and this was in 2021. So this was like middle of the summer, 2021, I think. And God was like, what is a Batmobile? And I was like, well, it's like an armored tank that has a giant booster rocket booster on the back. So it's super fast, super protected, has all these bells and whistles and countermeasures. And, yeah. and then it had all these guns. So I was like, okay, it's, we're going with speed protection and offense. And so, um, in, I would say about a month or two after that, I got Elijah fire. Um, the, the Lord presented that opportunity and Lauren and I were like the Batmobile dream. And so there was like a, a long period of time where I felt very protected where I was under fire, but we were moving, we were going hardcore and I felt protect. There was a measure of protection and offensive capability. And so last year I remember I was, um, I actually, it was an episode that where my friend Mandy Woodhouse, she's on the show and it was one of her episodes. I remember. And all of a sudden we were talking and I felt this sensation. If you've ever been going really fast and you feel yourself slow down and you're like, like you actually feel it in your body. I actually felt that. And then I saw the Batmobile in my, in my mind, I saw it slow down, slowing down. And I remember being really sad because I was like, oh man, I was loving that protection and I was loving that speed. And I was loving the offensive capabilities. And so there was a measure of protection. And then it was like the Lord, I, I got sad. And the Lord said, is Batman more dangerous inside the Batmobile or outside of that Batmobile? I'm like, oh, definitely outside of the Batmobile. And he said, and that's all he said to me. And then after that, it was like the floodgates opened of attack after attack after attack, oppression depression, like all these different things, anxiety, like just this absolute bombardment. And so I had forgotten about all of that and just enduring this just pummeling. So if you imagine like if Batman, he stops and he's like surrounded by bad guys and he gets out of the Batmobile, the bad guys are going to attack him, right? They're going to try and give everything they have because they know he's dangerous. And so all of a sudden last year, the tail end of last year, all of a sudden God recalled to me the whole notion of Batman being more dangerous outside of the Batmobile. And it was like this, I don't know, Christina, it was like this after enduring it for so long and enduring being pummeled for so long and just praying and trusting the Lord and praying and trusting the Lord. All of a sudden I had this moment where it was like this, this lull where I just realized I'm like, hang on a second. And I realized like all of this strength and just boldness that had been rising up in me. And it was almost like this rush came within me. And all of a sudden I, I heard myself in the spirit say my turn, you know, and it was just like this. So I, I feel like I've kind of turned over this wow. new leaf of just righteous anger. That's, that's been bred in me, but I don't know that it would have been produced if I hadn't gone through what I'd gone through of like, and it doesn't mean I'm not going through hard stuff. I'm actively still fighting. I'm actively still warring in the spirit, but, but sometimes we have to go through hard stuff because stuff that's produced in us is an answer to our prayer, you know? And Ooh, we need to say that, that again. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh, those are one of those mic drop moments. That'll be a, that'll yeah. be. Yeah, just just the reality oh that, that we have to go through hard stuff sometimes because wow. what's produced in us is an answer to our prayer. And I sometimes I wish that there was a better way. I wish that God could just Santa Claus in stuff for me of just like, yeah, you want courage? There it is. Yeah, you want to love people better? There it is. Yeah, you want this and that? There it is. Boom. But what would be produced in that? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, gratitude, sure, maybe. But the ability to, to, to stand firm and trust that God is faithful when you don't feel like he's being faithful. Oh my God. Wow. wow. Come on this guys. Is, some of y'all need to just drop that in the chat. 
that what yeah. you're going through right now is an answer to prayer. Maybe that's not for all of y'all, but I'm going to take that as a word. Because I don't want to you, right? Because I don't want to say like say some really bad stuff happened to you. I don't want to say. I mean, Scripture says all good things come from the Father. Amen. Like, and so I, I don't want to produce this wonky theology that oh, my father-in-law died, and that was to that was to train me up. God killed my father-in-law so that He could train me up to do this or that. No, I do not want to produce theology in people that is saying that. Stand on the word. Stand on the word, Stand but, the word. but what's produced in it's God's not going to waste anything. And I've said that before, but I've been living it. You guys, oh, I've been wow. living it is like, and I don't go into all of the stuff that's happening in my world because I just don't feel released to, I will often tell people privately, like if I'm, yeah, Christina is very well, well aware. If you talk to me privately in person, a lot of times I will go through a lot of stuff, but, um, but, and I know that all of you guys are going through stuff as well and you don't share all of it. Um, yeah. And elimination, she said, you can't level up in video games without a boss fight and without experience, I just saw that. you know, and that's why I love the reward of video games is it's a very yes. great compartment of like, I fight these baddies, I get experience points and those experience points, when I get enough of them, I get to a new level and I get stronger and I get new abilities and. Um, it's a great way for me to kind of contextualize stuff that's happening in my world. Uh, yes. So anyways. Well, you know, I'm married to a gamer and yes, we have a are. son who's a gamer big uh -huh. time. You know, I mean, I had to, I did not understand that. And I, I realized, that, you know, the Lord has used video games to speak, but I've also Ryan and Evan have shown me they see kingdom principles through gaming. And, uh, and I've learned through that. I'm like, man, this is so cool because it is very much our walk with the Lord. He as a good father is not going to put us behind the wheel when we haven't even learned how to ride a bicycle yet. Hmm. So he, behind the wheel of a vehicle. So he gives you everything in doses because he's a good mm -hmm. father mm -hmm. and everything comes in levels. Everything comes in. And just like you said, you know, you uh, like what illumination you said, level up, you level up, you in, in video games, you can't level up without a boss fight. Well, that's yeah. the same thing in the realm of the spirit. The enemy is constantly hitting you from every different direction. And the Lord is just like teaching us in this time. We're like Kung Fu fighters. We're like, Hi mm -hmm. you know, he's teaching yeah. us through courage, mm -hmm. through peace, through righteousness. You know, we're talking about the, the Ephesians six, the pieces of the armor through walking in the, in the boots of peace and, and, and the belt of truth. And I want to get on that in a second, because I want to encourage, I want to encourage all of us with this for 2024 is that, you know, God's given you the tools to level up in this season of your life that you don't, you are not stuck as a victim of your circumstances. That's what, that's what the devil wants to get you to believe is that you are now a victim of what's going on around you, mm -hmm. but he wants you to see yourself as a victor, a victor in Christ. And so coming back to the basics also means us coming just back to the basics of knowing the word of God yeah. and rightly dividing the word of truth in this year. Please. I, I felt this is a prophetic word. For all of us, do not be dismayed by what you see and all of the, 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 let's say the scandalous things that are happening around us for two reasons. I'm going to say this, all of that is a, can be a huge distraction. And second of all, we don't, we don't want to sit in the seat of judgment. I know I don't. I don't want to sit in the seat of judgment because that in and of itself is a distraction. Mm. Um, but keeping our eyes on the prize, which is Jesus, Jesus Christ, keeping our eyes on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and focusing on our relationship with him, spending time with him. When you're with him, what else matters in the world? Mm. How many of you in the chat, you've just been in that place in your life where you're just, you, the minute you sit with God, and you get away from everything else that's trying to pull at your attention. 
And all of a sudden, everything just fades away into the rear view mirror. We've all, God has, that is a key for us in this year. You want to avoid getting caught up in all the chaos that's happening around us that is going to increase? Make that time to be, to be present with the Lord wherever you are. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And make intimacy a priority for you in 2024, that this is going to be the year that you come to the end of December 31st, 2024, and you're going to look back and go, I know you more deeper than I knew you before. Mm, Come on. I've, I've come into a place in you where all this other stuff, you know, that's none of my, as, as, they, as they say, that's between y'all. My name is Paul, whatever's going on around there. It has nothing to do with me because folks, when we stand, when we stand before the Lord one day, it's not going to be us and all these other preachers and all these other people. It's just going to be, it's going to be me and him. It's going to be you, Jeff, and the Lord. It's going to be each of you. Just standing before the Lord, nobody else. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. Yeah. Nothing else matters, guys. And so I am prophesying over my family. I'm, I'm we're prophesying over this over each and every one of you that the wind of the Spirit of God would move in every direction of your life where there's unbelief that God would cause faith to arise. The disciples said to Jesus, they they were, were were asking him look we believe but we we need faith increase our faith lord may that be the cry of our hearts increase mm. our faith increase our faith to believe you yeah. for these things that absolutely seem impossible look at israel israel i understand i 2023 i i it was i had a moment where i was like god i understand because we judge israel a lot we're like can you believe what they did they had the land flowing with milk and honey and they just crossed over the jordan how dare them not fully embrace they were scared absolutely Mm -hmm. out of their minds by seeing these 12 13 14 foot giants i'm like sitting here going we may not have those nephilim standing in front of us but today we have other things cancer financial lack kids going crazy marriage is out of control and those are the giants that that stare back at us in the Mm -hmm. face Mm -hmm. so i can understand where i'm like these people are like shiver me timbers i'm scared or yes (laughs) it was scary for them and i understand them that's our experience as human beings but we will say in this year lord increase my faith help my eyes to see you as you are lord Help me to see this situation, not from what the, what, what the people are saying or what the news is saying or what politics are saying. I want to see and hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then give me, increase my faith that I may prophesy over this situation and declare the works of the living God and declare and take hold of his promises that I will not be subject to the whirlwind around here, but I am that we just stand in the eye of the storm, Jeff. And you told me that you can recite Psalm 91. I felt on my heart. <laughs> Guys, if y'all can bear with us, please. I, I felt this before we hopped on. Yeah. I heard the Lord say to read Psalm 91 over the people yeah. as a prophetic. And, and as I didn't know, I mean, come on guys, he needs a badge for this. He can recite this scripture. <laughs> Would you do that for us? Because yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah. This is for all of us. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. And so a lot of the guys like where the, I mean, I've shared this story so many times, but it's worth setting up again before I recite it is how, how this even came to be was I, before, you know, it was back in 2019 before I had, that nasty bout with anxiety that put me in the hospital and yada, yada, yada. And I had this scripture, these scriptures on, um, on recorded and in my car at the time, it had like a six disc CD changer. So I was like, I'm just going to load it up with, you know, I listened to stuff on my, my phone through my, my, uh, uh, you know, my sound system in my car, but I would also just load up kind of base level. There were a couple of star Wars soundtracks in there, but then there were also these other ones that were like messages and, and um, 
And so I would just recite those on my way to work. It was about a 40 minute drive one way. And so I would do that every day. And then, and then all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden I got put in the hospital. I, I went to the hospital because I was having an anxiety attack and I thought I was having a heart attack. And I, um, I, I also had a migraine. And, and so when you get migraines, you get these things called postdromes. And so it's like a migraine hangover is what they dub it. And so you just feel crunk for like two days. And, um, and so uh, after those two days, it didn't go away. And I was like still left with all this anxiety. Like my nervous system was just at maximum where I was just like, so tense and everything. And I felt dizzy and my head was swimming. And it was just like, what is wrong? What is wrong? And I didn't know what it was at first. And then immediately I was like, whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save me from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover me with his feathers and under his wings, I will find refuge. His faithfulness will be my shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And all of that happened because I ate the word, you guys. And at the time, I didn't know. At the time, I didn't know that that, that was going to happen. But I had the tools necessary. And it was like, all of a sudden, I didn't know what to pray. And I felt like I couldn't think. And all of a sudden, that scripture came forth. It bubbled up from within me. And I was like, whoa, man. And I prayed it five, six, seven, eight times a day because I didn't know what else to pray. And so I was like, I'll stand on the word because I know I can stand on the word. And um, man, there's so much I want to say, but yeah. And I think that there's a picture of in the scripture and God uses a lot of different avenues to speak to me, he uses a lot of different things to, to give me kind of an illustration to better understand that I'm a storyteller. I I'm a creative and a lot of it just manifests in that way. But you know, it says he would command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You'll tread on the lion and the cobra. You'll trample the great lion and the serpent. And there's this board game. I'm a board game. I play a lot of board games, not Candyland. I'm talking like board game, board games, like nerdy board games. Um, a lot of people know like Settlers of Catan. I'm like nerdier than that. Um, and, uh, and there's this guy who's a fellow nerd and um, he's a board gamer, but he's also a spirit-filled Christian. And he said, you know what? I am going to create a board game about spiritual warfare and it's called deliverance and you play as angels and you fight demons. And it is one of the most satisfying games I've ever played. But a lot of it is because it comes alive. Like spiritual warfare has come alive to me in a new way in that where like in the game, you have these cards and they're called darkness cards. And so whenever it's dark, darkness's turn, they draw cards. And if left undealt with, they will flip over and they will form strongholds. And then you have to actually deal with the strongholds. How do you deal with the strongholds? Through prayer. That's actually one of the main components in the game. And prayer in the game is awesome. And it's like, does so many cool things. And it rips down these strongholds and um, it brings healing and it, it like brings breakthrough in the game as you're like fighting these demons. 
and uh, it gives you the upper hand. And my wife and I were looking at each other. We're like, man, we really should pray more. <laughs> that was, that was, that's what was produced as a result of this is it really illustrated to me of like, dude. And the cool, th the other element to it is that the whole war between angels and demons in the game is over the saints. So there's little tokens and saints and they can be oppressed or that whatever the opposite of it is not, not oppressed. And so that's your whole point is the angels rally around the saints and you have to protect them. Um, and, and it, it basically your courage is like through the prayers of the saints, like they're able to get the upper hand in the spiritual battle. And it's just like, it's a really, and then you level up, you get experience, you level up, you get stronger, you get like heavenly treasures and they're like swords and armor and all this stuff. And it's uh, Michael, the archangel is one of the characters, Gabriel, like a bunch of other ones. It's so super cool, you guys. But that has, it's been, that has further illustrated that point to me from Psalm 81 um, of just like really reminding me I'm not alone. Cause sometimes we can remember like, or we, we can feel like we're alone and we're stuck and we're, you know, all that stuff. Um, but then sometimes it just takes something like a board game in this case to really remind me, do I have angels all around me? Like to, to think that I'm alone in whatever I'm going through or Lauren and I are toughing it out alone is absurd. So Lord, give us eyes to see deeper. Give us eyes to see past all of this all of this to what really matters. And that's, Jesus. that's the, the things of the spirit. That's, that's we're, we're spirit beings. We're, we're, uh, you know, and. <sighs> wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, we've, we had these moments guys that you have just these holy moments where you just experience that. I experienced that as Jeff was reciting Psalm 91, because this is the scripture the Lord gave me for, for this year. Um, when the foundation was poured in our home that we're in now, we're moving, but um, we have a Bible that's open to Psalm 91 yeah. in the center of the foundation. And they poured, they poured the foundation on top of it because I went maybe on another time on another show, I'll share the story with y'all. There were, Times I came on Elijah fire, I went through a uh, nine months of a, of a sickness. It was just kind of unknown. And, uh, and the Lord protected me in that time because mm -hmm. it was incurable. And sometime, sometime I'll share that with y'all. Sometimes you can't talk about things until you're on the other end, because in the midst of it, you don't know what it. the Lord is doing. Yeah. You don't know how things are going to turn out. And you know that the only way across is through it. So um, we just experienced, I believe, a, a really holy moment as Jeff began to prophesy the word of God over each and every one of us. Uh, I just felt really emotional as you were as you were prophesying, Jeff, because this is our very anchor in this year. Mm -hmm. This is that we are not alone, and I just I felt led. I felt led to pray this over those of you that feel alone. You feel alone in your marriage. You feel alone in your family. You feel alone in your life, at your job. And I want to reiterate what Jeff said. The promises that there is, there are legions of angels that will not allow for any, for anything to hurt you for disaster to come near you. Mm -hmm. And Father, I just thank you today for the, for the helper. Beautiful Holy Spirit, you come and you comfort us and give us what man cannot give us, companionship. Yeah. You are our companion. That we're in the cave, when we are in the caves of life, even though there are millions of people around us, you are the only one that can truly bring comfort and remove the stench and the and the and the sting of loneliness. And I pray that right now over Father, over every person that is experiencing loneliness and feel like their back is up against the wall right now, and there is nobody that they can turn to. 
Father, I thank you. I just see the Lord removing that wall right now. Mm, and just yeah. as he did believe in second Kings, he opened the servant's eyes to see that there were more for them that there were against them. So we prophesy that over you right now. There are more for you than there are against you. And the enemy has set up smoke and mirrors for you to believe that there is something there and there's nothing there. It's like a little mouse projecting this big old shadow. And the Lord is letting you know today that there are more for you than there are against you. And he said he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Father God, I pray that you would break the power of the enemy, the lies of the enemy, that they are alone, that there is no answer, that they're not going to walk through this season with a victory. Right now, we just say, Lord, we thank you for the victory in advance. We ask, Lord, that you would send the legions, the big guys, Lord. Yeah to their defense. We thank you that as you did with Daniel during those 21 days, Lord, Daniel didn't know, but on the day the angel responded and said, on the day that you, on the day that the very first day that he set his face before the Lord and fasted and prayed, the Lord sent an answer. So some of you right now, the answer is already right in front of you. You just can't see it yet. You can't see the tangible manifestation of it yet, but we say, let faith arise right now. Let faith arise that you would see that God would take you to that place in the realm of the spirit and actually let you see that, that what's what God has for you, it's already done. That he sits outside of time, creator of heaven and earth, and he's already done for you the miracle that you've been contending for. So, Father, we pray for the rest of God to come over your people. Mm -hmm. And right now, Father, we pray you would silence the mouth of the deceiver. Every form of deception, smoke and mirrors, and lies that have been spoken. Thank you, Lord, that you shut the mouth of the, mouths of the lions yeah. over your people today. We wave the banner of victory right now in the room. Some of you need to just wave the banner right where you, I don't care where you are. You're mm -hmm. in your car. You're in, your, in front of your computer. You're sitting on the couch on your phone. I don't care where you are right now. Just lift up the, the banner of victory that he is Jehovah's seat canoe. He's the Lord, our righteousness. He's waved that banner of shalom. He's Jehovah shalom, the Lord, your peace. Jehovah Shama, the Lord who is there. We thank you that you are the Lord, our shepherd. Just wave that banner right now. That the good shepherd is walking with you through the valley. And we just thank you for I hear the, the lyrics of that song. Um, oh, valley, be raised up. Oh, mountain, be made low. Some of you are standing in a valley and the Lord is just shifting things right now. There's an earthquake in the realm of the spirit that is going to begin to shift things so fast. And God is asking for faith in this hour. Mm -hmm. But will the son of man come and find faith? That's mm -hmm. the question he's asking us. Mm -hmm. So Lord, we just say, we want to be the ones that are found with faith. We want to be the ones with eyes of wonder looking for you, God, in your heart. So we seek you today for that, Lord. And I, I speak peace right now to every storm that your people would be found in the eye of the storm right now. Blue skies, calm winds in the power of your presence here today lord in jesus mighty name mm -hmm. amen amen man. thank you lord <sighs> we thank you father uh, yeah and can i just say one one more last thing proverbs Please. proverbs 23 this is really important for all of us the east wind brought the judgment and the locusts into, uh, into Israel. And then we see the Goshen anointing upon God's people. They were, they were close enough to Egypt where they could hear the screams of the firstborn, you know, the parents waking up and seeing their firstborn children dead, the, all of the, the judgments that came upon. But then on the other side, there's, this, there's the mercy, the compassion, and the reign of God that they were experiencing parallel as uh, our friend Craig Cooney says, uh, the, the mm -hmm. gory and the glory. I was like, oh, Greg is awesome. The gory and the glory. Okay, the gory. <laughs> the, yes, so good. 
I love listening to Craig. He's awesome. But yeah, you know, he, um, Proverbs twenty three. Uh, he's on next 28. week. Twenty eight. Is next he week. really? Yeah. So Proverbs 23, verse 28, and I'll just we'll try to land this plane. Yeah, you're good. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause. For would you deceive with your lips? Do not say, I will do to him as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. I believe that speaks of mercy. So let's, in this year, as we see the east wind of the Lord blowing and the, the West, we see the, well, I, I didn't get to read this to y'all, but just real quick, and you guys can go look it up later on. Um, uh, one moment here. So the South Wind of the Lord, in script, throughout Scripture, uh, we saw brought a seasonal change. It brought the reign of God. Uh, Proverbs 25 and 23 says that the... Uh, it brings the reign of the manifest presence of God. Uh, Proverbs 25, 23 says this. It says, uh, the north wind brings forth rain and a backbiting tongue and angry countenance. So uh, the east wind brought judgment. The south wind brought blessing and prosperity. Psalm 78, 26. You guys can write that down and go look at that. It's a picture of revival. And prosperity, Second Chronicles. The west wind brought the mercy of God and deliverance. God released the west wind and and cast the Israel or, or the Egyptians and their chariots into the Red Sea. So when you think about it, you start thinking about this. All of this is happening right now in the world we're living in. We're seeing all of it at once. And... And God wants us to remain in the eye of the storm, which is his presence, Psalm 91. But I, I read this to y'all about in, in Psalm, excuse me, Proverbs 24, verse 28, that as you see the east wind coming, let us not be a witness. Let, let us not, let our lips not speak on something that we don't really know about, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. that, that's just something the Lord has encouraged me with. It's a distraction. And, uh, and I believe he's got a lot for us and I'm mm. asking the Lord for the West wind. I'm like, Lord, bring, bring the West wind, bring the seasonal change, the North wind, bring, bring, bring the promises of God to our family mm. yeah, uh, and to those Amen. that we love and, and to all of you. Yeah. We just pray that in Jesus name. Mm. Love it, man. Okay. Well, Yeah. Go God. Go God. Go Thank you, Lord. God. So, uh, Christina, wow. why don't you tell people how they can follow you? Yeah. Um, Christina Baker. Um, I, I'm on uh, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I've been kind of making my way onto YouTube a little bit more. So, just, so I, it's just under my name, Christina with no H. Um, and christinabaker.com. If you need prayer, please reach out. There's a, there's a, it, you don't want to put it in a chat or on a public platform. Yeah, you if won't you go, see it, it just says re just... request. That's why I have that web page, so people can just request prayer. That's it. Yeah. So, um, christinabaker.com so is how they can, uh, yes, can get there. with no H. Yeah. But yeah. Christina, thank you. Amen. And thank, thank you, thank you for always being real. And I think that produces a lot just in myself, but in other people too. So thank you for being yeah. you. Thank you for being real too, Jeff. You and Lauren are a blessing to us. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Likewise, you and Ryan, we love you and Ryan. You guys are awesome. So one day we'll meet in person. Yes, one day, so. exactly. Yes. <laughs> Word. So everybody, that's our show. Tune in tomorrow. We are um, interviewing Tatiana Bergam. She's back. Uh, but she's going to be joined with Illumination. Illumination is going to be kicking it with us. We're going to, the three of us are going to chit chat. Uh, it's going to be awesome. really good, you guys. So 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, for those of you who are curious about that game Deliverance that I talked about, there is a link in the description. You can go to playdeliverance.com. So that's playdeliverance.com. That'll take you right to their site. But then there's also an Amazon link um, that will take you right to the game as well. 
uh, again, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not like Candyland, right? So it's not just like simple, like there's actual tactics involved and all this stuff. It's a really, really cool game. So if that's up to, you know, if that's, if that's your jam, you're going to really like it. Um, I'm getting it. I'm buying the video or the yeah, board the game. Board game. Yeah. It's, I'm buying it, it. It's legit. You know, it's something you and you and Ryan and, and Evan could play Evan, and be like, yeah. Yes. So uh, super cool. So check that out. You guys link is in the description or go to playdeliverance.com. Uh, and we should just give them like a massive surge. They're like, whoa, we just sold a bunch of copies. What in the world? Yes. But we need more of this, you guys. And I think I just want to say something really quick because I have to. All right. I think that we need to give Christians a license to try creative things as a creative myself. We need to give them. So if you see this and you're like, oh, how could they? this is not a game. And I'm like, I think it is really important to illustrate to a whole margin of people that have been ignored that this is now, okay, let me just give you a little bit of insight. There's a place called board game geek that a lot of board gamers like myself go to where people, non-Christian, Christian, whoever can go in and rate this game is at an 8.8 .8 on board game geek. And let me tell you something, board game fans do not give scores like that. Even good games can be have like a six. Uh, this is an 8.8 .8 out of 10 on Board Game Geek. This is huge, you guys. And we need to give license for creatives of different avenues to enter into these fields. And so that's why it's supporting these people is so important. So he's got my support if nobody else's, and that's fine. So um, yeah, so that's all I wanna say. I love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Tatiana Bergam and Illumination Spencer and myself. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.